Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 266 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. And today we've got a question that's come in from a newlywed who's feeling a little bit shaky with this big transition in his life. Very grateful for his wife and happy to be where he's at, but he can't help but to wrestle with this huge shift in his identity and what it might mean for the rest of his life going forward. Surely, great joy does not come without its own subset of difficult questions, and we're really happy that he sent this in today in search of some help. So, let's see what we can do for him. Here it is. Greg, I'm a newlywed and happy about it. I love my wife and have no regrets about marrying her. But I also have had this anxiety ever since getting married that won't quit. I always come back to the same question. Is this what my life is going to be like? It's weird to think that I've made this major choice, and now I don't know what's left to discover. It feels like such a big part of me is now going to be the same forever. And that's that. My life is going to be like this. End of story. It's not a bad life at all. I don't know what else I could ask for. But I still don't feel at peace. Instead, I'm starting to feel guilty because my wife seems so content. Huge question. Great question. Love this one. Thank you for sending it in, Asker. I really enjoy that you are able to see the nuance that you're feeling and that you can be patient with the fact that this concern can coexist with your love for your wife and happiness with your choice to marry her. This is absolutely not a sign that you married the wrong person. And if more people could pay honor to these feelings the way that you are, the less people there would be equating all of their problems to a spouse that holds them back somehow, or whatever they might say. And rest assured, there are a lot of these people uh, sharing these feelings. And by a lot, I mean pretty much all. Uh, (laughs) Everyone gets to an age or a milestone maybe in life in which they start to question if this is it, if this is the life they've officially fallen into, and if this is how they're going to be remembered. And if there's one point at which these feelings are especially intrusive, it would probably be in the face of marriage. So, yes, that means your wife is wondering this too. And just like you, that doesn't necessarily mean that she thinks she's with the wrong person. It simply means that her relationship with herself, her most important relationship, has undergone a massive change and is therefore worthy of some nerves. This is what's happening for you and for many others who are in the midst of major transitions. Whether you've had a lot of great experiences and you feel the possibility for more is now dead and gone, or whether you've had very few experiences and now you worry that you'll never have a chance to get some under your belt, your feelings are natural and you are underselling your own potential. And when I say that you're underselling your own potential, I'm alluding to what I mentioned a minute ago about that impossibly important relationship that we all have with ourselves. 
getting married can be a massive part of your identity, yet also not define the rest of your life. You choose the experiences that come with the path you take. It's not that certain paths are devoid of experiences altogether. Your life can and will expand in many ways, even if you're married. You can make progress personally as well as making progress within the relationship. Children would probably be the easy symbol of encouragement to lean on, but even if you don't have children, you'll still try new things and meet new people. You'll have options to take new jobs or move to new places. You have new hobbies you can discover or pre-existing hobbies to master. Loved ones will be born or pass away. Right? So, of course, you and your wife have limitations that you've agreed upon, but the label of marriage itself mustn't be confused with a limitation of your life. Whatever restrictions you and your wife have committed to, they don't prevent you from having any powerful, worthwhile experiences because you're still your own person. You still have that relationship with yourself that's always going to be more important than your relationship with your wife or anyone else. So the question becomes, who is that person? Who are you and what relationship are you cultivating with yourself? To me, this is at the core of the what is my life dilemma. My bet is that, like most of us, you have to spend a little more time with the real you, getting to know who he is, how he thrives as an individual, and respecting the fact that he's all you're ever really going to have. And that's hard to do. But it's that confrontation that gives us an uncomfortable truth, a truth with which the rest of our life can truly come alive. Who are you outside of your marriage? Who are you separate from anything else you might have crossed off the list of life and what you thought it was really about? Maybe a house or a job or something similar that we all aspire to. The more you associate your value and your life's value with what can be achieved outside of you, even if it is something as meaningful as the relationship with your wife, the more restricted you'll feel on how your life can expand. This is because you're maybe not allowing yourself to truly exist outside of these milestones, which is the case for many. I know that digging inside oneself like that can feel lonely and isolating. Even if you're trying to better understand the very private information of who you are and how that person can be enough, the thing is you don't have to go about it alone. Don't be afraid to talk to a therapist or a trusted friend about this. And certainly, don't be afraid to talk to your wife about this. In a way, we are very much linked to one another in these private relationships we have with ourselves because we all have them. She has her own too. And sharing how you two go about relating to these parts of yourselves can be really empowering for a couple. I'll also say that you probably don't have to worry about her taking this the wrong way, if that's something that concerns you, because the way you've relayed your thought process to me makes it easy to see that you are in no way dissatisfied with her. Big thanks to the asker for sending this in today. I'm so glad he did. And I'm also thrilled at how patient he's being with himself, actively separating his struggles from his love for his wife. And keeping himself from falling into a bad, misinformed loop of what's wrong. You're going to be just fine, my friend, and I hope that this episode helped a little bit. Keep chipping away at who you are and focusing on how to find peace with you and only you, and then a lot more blessings will follow, with other people included. Time to wrap this one up, though, everybody. Thanks a lot for being here, and do be sure to come on back on Monday for a big announcement about OLA going forward. Until then, enjoy the weekend, and I'll talk to you soon.